Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of Ghost Maps is sponsored by Podcorn. Podcorn has made it easy for the Ghost Maps team to connect with brands that complement the stories we want to tell. If you're a podcaster looking for sponsorship that fits your show or a brand that's looking to create an authentic message that truly resonates and engages with listeners, visit podcorn.com now. Ghost Maps, Entry 28, Sturdy Road, Singapore. Darren's on the phone with the manager of the mini-mart that he owns. I'm trying not to eavesdrop, but still manage to piece together that a couple of the store's items are out of stock and their distributor hasn't been terribly cooperative. It sounds like it should be a crisis, but you wouldn't be able to tell from Darren's tone. Calm, collected, and in control, he takes a moment to breathe before explaining to the manager, then ends the call and apologizes to me. I tell him that it's no problem and ask if he needs to head off to attend to the matter. He smiles serenely and says that he's confident his manager will be able to handle it. It's 9pm on a pleasantly windy Thursday night. We're at a coffee shop close to Boon King where Darren's mini-mart is located. I ask him if his meditation has helped him be more relaxed about his business, and he laughs. No, he says with a smirk. That comes from hiring competent people. Darren has been practicing a form of spiritual meditation for the last three years. His Sifu, an elderly man in his 60s, is actually a friend of mine, which is how we got in touch. After some tough times with work and family, Darren wanted to find some meaning in his life, and life in general. Since he started, he's become, as he puts it, more in tune with reality. That's allowed him to see the bigger picture in things and not sweat the small stuff as much. But, he adds, it's also made me more sensitive. I take that as my cue to switch my recorder on, take one more sip of my kopi, and ask him to start from the beginning. It was nine on a Wednesday morning, about two years ago. Darren sat on his bed, adjusting himself and his posture until he felt comfortable and began meditating, just like his Sifu had instructed. Darren's routine back then was to send his two boys to school by 7am, drive back home to meditate for half an hour, then head down to the mini-mart where he'd normally spend 
the rest of the day. His wife, Sarah, was, as always, working in their study, the next room over. For about 15 minutes, nothing seemed to be out of the ordinary on this particular morning. Darren tried his best to remain mindful of his breathing. Despite practicing for about a year, he'd still get distracted by the sounds of his neighborhood sometimes. The banging and drilling of construction nearby, his elderly neighbors chatting loudly outside their units, even the birds wailing their morning song. Nevertheless, he'd usually find a way to center himself eventually. But it wasn't noisy neighbors, birds, or construction that caught his attention on that day. It was the sound of children <laughs> laughing, giggling, and shrieking happily. He didn't think much of it at first. Kids at the playground downstairs, he figured. But then, as he tried to acknowledge the noise and refocus on his breathing, he realized that the laughter was growing louder. Maybe they're running around the neighborhood. He tried to reason. But there was something about the way they sounded that didn't seem right to him. These were clearly very young children, probably no more than eight or nine, but they still sounded older somehow. Pretty soon, however, he realized that the sound wasn't coming from the playground downstairs or even from one of the other units. It was coming from inside his flat. Leaping off the bed, Darren pulled open his bedroom door and looked around. Nothing. His front door was shut and everything seemed to be in place or as in place as a flat with two young boys could be. He knocked on the door to their study, entered and asked if Sarah had been watching any videos of kids. Without looking up from her laptop, she said no. As she turned around to ask him why, she saw the look on his face. Darren? She said. Concern creeping into her tone. What's wrong? Darren didn't answer. Just shook his head and returned to the living room where he saw one of his son's footballs rolling ever so slightly on its own. Darren visited his Sifu that afternoon, worried about what this all meant. His Sifu, calm, collected, and in control, asked him where he lived. When Darren told him, a look of realization came over his Sifu's face, followed by a knowing smile. He asked Darren if he was familiar with the history of the area surrounding his flat. My Sifu explained that the neighboring roads, specifically Patain Road, had been quite, uh, how did he put it, happening back in the 50s and 60s, 
Darren says with a laugh. I laugh along. I can practically hear his Sifu's gruff voice and see the old man's slightly cocked eyebrow as he talks about the area's history. Bars, brothels, women from what is still unfortunately seen as an unseemly profession, and the children that were born from those women who weren't as lucky. Hisifu explained to Darren that as he progressed with his meditation, he'd be more susceptible and sensitive to presences from the other side. He tells him that that's one of the reasons why he must always be mindful and center himself. If you can sense them, Hisifu had said, taking on a cautionary tone, then they can sense you. But his Sifu also had another less ominous piece of advice for him. Ever since then, if you come to my flat, you'll find a basket of toys outside our home, Darren tells me. He says that his boys understand that it's not for them, but for what they call their ghost brother's and sisters. He tells me that, on some mornings, he'll still pick up the faint sound of children laughing. More often than not, on those days, he'll find the toys strewn around the basket. He says that, of course, it might also be a coincidence and that it was some of the neighbor's kids that caused the mess. But, he tries not to think too much about it. His phone rings again, and he excuses himself. I nod and gesture politely, then take another sip of my kopi and switch off the recorder as he answers the call in that same calm manner as before. If you want to discover more of Southeast Asia's other side, subscribe now and follow us on social media at we are Hantu. You can also buy official merchandise on Redbubble and be one of our supporters on Patreon. Ghost Maps is recorded on Audio-Technica mics. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.